everyone listening to Round Guys Radio Network. Real quick, why don't you sign up for our newsletter? Whenever we have a new episode, we have a newsletter release. The only time we push one out, go over to roundguysbrewery.com slash RGR. Thank you for listening. Nowadays, it's been really weird. I've been trying to do a lot of, you know, virtual concerts and stuff like that, virtual gigs as much as I can. Just on the Ladybug Festival, which was a huge honor. And the team over there has been really nice. So hopefully that festival's in person next year and I get to play that. So that would be really cool. Since makes the heart grow fonder Tell me, can you love me longer? Will you stick around? If I tell you that I need space Promise not to overcomplicate I just need to be found And if I miss you Hey everyone, my name's Steven Johnson. Uh, welcome to the Tonal Shift. It's brought to you by Round Guys Brewing Company, part of Round Guys Radio Network. You can find us at facebook.com slash roundguysradio. On YouTube, search Round Guys Brewing Company. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and more by searching Round Guys Radio. Uh, I want to welcome my guest, Alyssa Garcia. How are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Indie pop songwriter singer songwriter two songs featured in a full length film getting grace yeah uh, came out a couple of years ago always in the studio got a couple of projects nothing finalized yet for the average listener like tell us a little bit about who you are you do yeah uh so i've been writing since i was 11 i guess i i like to say that but then pretty seriously since 15 it's been a passion of mine i'm a pianist and ukulele player learning guitar i'm going to school at drexel um, in the audio engineering program trying to learn, you know, be a well-rounded musician and producer and stuff like that. Based in Philly, music is everything to me. I, my music is very personable, tend to write a lot of stories, things people can relate to. Experimenting recently with a lot of acoustic sounds mixed with like electronic sounds and finding that balance, finding that sweet spot with those two. And uh, yeah, that's me. I've known you for a couple of years. Yeah, we have an interesting sort of origin story here. I know Alyssa back from uh, Chaplin's over in Spring City. And uh, yeah. you, were running, you were running the open mic there before I like came in there. And I was like, no, I want to learn how to run sound. Get out of my way. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the first time I ever heard you perform, I was I was blown away. I'd never, I don't oh. think I'd ever seen anyone in person sing that way up until that point. Like I had been to like metal shows and singing a lot of oh concerts. But that was the first oh, time. Cool. I've seen like anyone, a uh, singer songwriter, just get up there. And here's an open mic. So it's completely taken by. I had a pre, this is like way before I was it's so super involved with the open mic. So the, the one thing that always, I wouldn't say, it was always on my mind is one, you were singing with this incredible voice at a super young age. <laughs> like a very well developed voice, one. Thank you. Songwriting wise, also well developed at a very young age. For anybody here who's, who's interested, is, is getting ready to run. And go listen to your music. Where where did that where did that start? Where did that come from? What was that process? How did that be, how did you become the artist you are today? What was that was that journey like? I mean, I always like to tell people I was a very emotional kid, still am. Like I said, I've been playing piano. I started lessons around five. My teacher, uh, his name is Stu Shames. He lives up in California now, but he was a singer or he is a singer songwriter and playwright, and he's fantastic at it. And he's taught me everything I, I know. He really started me on the path of 
expressing myself through music and writing that, writing those emotions down, writing those feelings down, writing a story that people can relate to, but it's also very specific to your own lifestyle and making people feel things with whether it's lyrics or music. And I tend to stick to that, to the genuineness of telling a story and making people laugh, making people cry through music and emotion. Where do you where do you find the inspiration to write a lot of love songs? Uh, that's also been a big <laughs> wonder for me, knowing you on a personal level. Where are you that's getting... That's <laughs> such a good question. It's an incredible... I, I don't... I don't know. I'm not the best with relationships at all. And a lot of my songs appear Ooh. to be love songs, but they're really like... Uh, they're not like romantic love songs. They're more like you know, love other people, just treat other people with respect and love and care for them. And that really stems from like the way I was raised. My family is, you know, super caring and seeing my mom and dad's love, seeing, you know, couples out on the street dancing randomly in the middle of whatever, that thing that you can't capture. I like to write about or attempt to write about that and just the beauty of it all. You hit the nail like, on the head. I just mean, like being, able, just being a voyeur and being able to uh, yeah, convey to that. Stick to that. Stick to the love in music as opposed to stick to the love in real life. Well... <laughs> That's a different story. So who's been uh, who's been an important part in your life as a musician or as an artist and as a as a songwriter? Personally, it's definitely Stu Shames, like I was mentioning. Mm-hmm. He's done everything for me to put me on this path and like really just give me this gift of being able to express myself in this way because I have no idea how else I would let all of these emotions out and kind of put it on paper. So I attribute a lot to him. In terms of like inspirations and stuff, uh, growing up and still, Sarah Bareilles has always been a huge influence. Um, Ingrid Michaelson, yes, incredible so song. Good. I've had so to do good. I had to do a couple of covers for uh, Lori Strunk over. Uh, I can't remember the name of her her vocal studio, but she I had to do a, a vocal recital. So I had to learn a bunch of Sarah Bareilles. Oh, I can't say her last name. I butcher it, so I'm not going to try Sarah B <laughs> songs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I as like it's not music I would typically go to, but I I realized <laughs> that the songwriting, the structure it's it's like she's telling a fun story sometimes over and over again but it's like it doesn't lose the luster even if she exactly it's very yeah. strange i don't know how she does it but it's, sort of it's recognized. unexplainable so I get where you're coming from like, with that yeah yeah and that's something that i've been trying to attain or i, I still try to attain but she's just fantastic so female singer songwriters like that so like regina specter nowadays alessia carr is a huge influence on my more recent music bene i mean just songwriters that can tell a story and make someone feel something that's very genuine it's important to a lot of people i mean i've, I've seen yeah. i've seen your music touch a lot of people always always we, we could see sort of like that desire to sort of reach somebody with just with just more than just like a, a catchy beat or anything yeah, like that sure. so, so what we'll do is on uh off off of what we were just talking about i'm going to screen share here but so we're going to pull up here so actually i think hey, this was me. a video that's you we're going to go back to here. This is a song you did, how many years ago? Is this three years ago this video came out, right? Yeah, it's been three. Oh, my God, that's weird. Oh, oh it's four been four years. years. Actually, it'll no be four way. years, like, five days from now. So it's, oh, it's that's the 22nd. weird. 
So yeah, this weird. is uh, this is your track here. Go ahead and play it, and that way everybody can hear it. We're gonna have a link for this music video as well um, under the video, so that people can go take a look at it. I know that studio. So do you. Hey, that looks familiar. <laughs> oh wow, that vocal booth looks familiar too. <laughs> Spent many an hour there. Exactly. So what was the inspiration uh, for this song? For sincerely me, um, it was just about this. I keep saying the word genuine, but I was fighting with myself because being a songwriter and being an artist was something that was foreign to the people that I hung out with and it was kind of like a side of myself that I didn't really share or talk about um, but it was hard because you know that was such a huge part of who I was um, and I struggled with being able to just be that part of myself um, openly with the people around me so this song is kind of asking whoever you know um, can I be myself around you? Can I not scare you off with like all this stuff that I do? Um, but yeah. So who was kind of who was it? Was it you that wrote sort of everything? I know uh, Trey. Trey also shout out to Trey. I haven't seen Trey in oh. years. Oh, Trey. Trey's a great guy. He was playing Amazing dude. Right there. Um, yeah. He's in the Navy now. For those who don't know, he's serving our country. He's doing it right. So who who kind of was in charge of the arrangement of this song? Um, was it sort of like, did you have an idea and you just kind of wanted to get everybody to fill in? No, it's particular. Yeah, yeah. It, what about your process for this song? So it was really interesting because this was early on in um, my songwriting career, I guess you could call it. Um, and this was the first song that I actually arranged myself. I wrote these trumpet parts on Logic um, with a keyboard. Also, and, how old were um, you? I didn't interrupt. I, I want to emphasize how old you were. Before you start going 16 or 17? 16 years old. All right. When I was 16, I was playing Modern Warfare and I'm probably playing Guitar Hero. I love that. I mean, you're, same. you're no. over here, like, writing out, like, horn sections on Logic. So, <laughs> if anybody knows, this is where this girl is, with, with where she's at with the music. So, I promise I'll, you know, give you guys something good to listen to. Wow. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Go ahead. Uh, but yeah, this was the first, first step towards, um, you know, learning production and really learning how to create a sonic um, environment that like tells a story too it wasn't just you know just me and a piano anymore it was a bunch of different elements mixing those together and um, finding that balance yeah, uh, I, I mean, I've always enjoyed this song ever since. Uh, I was actually kind of excited to like listen to it again. I, I just saw like some recent posts on Instagram. I'm like, I'm gonna reach out to listen, see what's going on, to get her interviewed here. Uh, you know what I mean? Because like, you deserve awesome. to be out here. Every time I hear your voice, I always gotta take a breath. So you know, oh, man. I feel like you Thank don't you get man. out there enough. Uh, so recently, um, you just excuse me, you just had an article written about you. I think, believe in June, correct? Let me. Um, yeah. Yeah. Me segue Re out of this really recently. Anybody who was listening to that track, though, seriously go listen to it. It's called "Sincerely Me" by Alyssa Garcia. So let's let's write. So this is over our conversations about her. We I went on this Facebook page for a minute. It's a company that did it. We plug good music. So yeah. pretty decent following. Forty k. Yeah. Tell us about. Were you a part of this at all? Did someone reach out to you, sort of, to ask you, or was this just written about you? Yeah. So running was the first project where I really got serious about the promotion of the track. And I spent a lot of hours on Submit Hub, actually, going through and kind of pitching the song to a bunch of uh, playlists and a bunch of blogs and stuff like that. So conversations about her reached out and really liked the song. Most of these quotes are like the kind of explanation that you give with the song when you 
pitch it. Mm-hmm. So that's where that came from. And they were gracious, gracious enough to share the song and tell a story and really grateful. It's really cool. I've never, um, this is one of the first times that a song of mine has been highlighted, you know, on its own. So it was, it was big. Do you, do you feel that this is more of more mature, like a mature yeah, return for to sure. kind of doing singer songwriting and singing? Yeah, for sure. Mentally and musically, I guess it's, I'm still growing obviously, but you know, being in school for it, learning so much more about sound and not just the how it sounds, but like the technology behind it and all the, you know, theory behind it. That's definitely helped me produce fuller sounding mixes and stuff like that. And mentally, yeah, I my writing style has become a little bit more, I don't know, with more life experience, I tend to write what I know. So that's definitely factored into it. I'm still telling stories, still ranting about <laughs> my relationships and all the, the antics of my life, but a little bit more of a mature way than my 16-year-old self. Right, and that less angsty, more sassy. Right? <laughs> yeah. So like, a little bit more confident I, now. This is, you're asking nicely, can I be myself? Yeah. And I just like telling, like, nah, I'm going to be me. Like, nah. Nah, is, exactly. Check, check, yeah. check yourself out the door. This is who it is. <laughs> hey there. Just going to steal a few seconds away from Steve, if he'll let me. I just got done doing a Inside Brewery podcast with Marcus Baskerville. You know Marcus? You probably do. You've probably heard of Black is Beautiful, the beer movement. It's an imperial stout that's going around the nation collecting money for events that unfortunately took place this past spring, trying to deter and reduce and eliminate the possibility of police violence and eliminate structural and institutional racism that still exists in our society. Marcus is a great man. It's definitely worth checking out. Hear the story about both his life and how the fundraising effort came about. So check that out on the Inside Debris Black is Beautiful episode on Round Guys Radio. Now it's also in the back of your way, Steve. What are you doing to pass the time quarantine? Are we just going to like out of nowhere see like four albums from like Alyssa Garcia? Oh, like, I wish, I Alyssa wish. Garcia playing Spanish flute or something? Or hey, I'm flute. writing a Spanish song. Oh, see, well, here you go. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so are you using this time to diversify sort of your style or are you using it more to build on what you already know? A little bit mix of both, I think. I've, you know, I have a ton of songs. I haven't put out a full album since like 2017 I think it's a long time coming and I have a bunch of songs that I've been you know pulling out of the vault I've been writing a ton during quarantine which I've been super lucky with because for a while I had you know writer's block for the longest time because it's like you're stuck inside what are you gonna write about but thankfully like did some thinking and and got to writing again so I'm working on another full length trying to plan for that this time really put a lot of thought into the message of all of the songs how they interconnect and the story again that I'm telling yeah I'm just learning a lot more about production a lot more about recording having fun with it I have this little studio set up in my house now I um, have my own little setup and it's it's really comforting and then on top of all of that I've got two internships going, a marketing internship that I've been working for a while, and then another one I just started up in Allentown, a production company called Lab212. Super, super awesome team of people. Um, They do, you know, podcasts like this. I was just on one, actually, the other day, and uh, video and audio and stuff like that. So I'm trying to learn every single aspect of the industry that I can, that I'm, you know, well-rounded, and it's just fun, you know, and I've got the time, so... 
Well, that's, that's pretty awesome. It sounds like you're very busy these days. I can imagine it's probably <laughs> going to come out one way or another in the music that you're doing. Is there, I know with, with the whole thing, like shows are kind of being weird. Is there any um, any dates beyond, I guess, like August or September is what, or 21? Yeah. You know, 2021. Is there is there any time when, you know, at some point people will be able to kind of see you perform or and then if you want to expand That's on the performance? Question. Like how, yeah. how I always see you more in the studio, too. So with that, when can yeah. we see you? Oh, uh, if, you wanna ex- if you want to also expand on how you feel about live performances versus how you feel about spending time in the studio and, and how that kind of re- how you as a person, you approach those two different situations. Sure. Nowadays, it's been really weird. I've been trying to do a lot of, um, you know, virtual concerts and stuff like that, virtual gigs as much as I can. Um, I was just on the Ladybug Festival, which was a huge honor. And the team over there has been really nice. So hopefully that festival's in person next year and I get to play that. So that would be really cool. But in the foreseeable future, I've been, I haven't really planned any in-person shows just because everything's up in the air, which sucks. But it's how it is. And in terms of, you know, performance and, and being in the studio and the difference between those two things, I personally am more of an introvert. So I, I do like my secluded studio space and, and writing and being on my, my own or with like a small group of people in an intimate setting to do that. So I do love that a lot. And I wish I could do that all 24-7. But I know how important performance can be, too. And I love it. Really, it's intimidating at first when I, you know, get up there, just like performing should be if you're doing it right but it's just an awesome feeling afterwards you know stepping out into the crowd and talking to these people that you just did that thing and and connecting with them and and having them say like this lyric really hit me or mutual breakups and and uh, relationships and stuff like that and really getting to know complete strangers just because of a song you know so it's it's an incredible feeling uh, as a performer as a musician yeah for sure it was like interesting because Chaplin's challenged me a lot in that, in that aspect, even even over here at the underground, even with this. So something there's something about the comfort of like being home and around the things that make or being in the studio where you're in a little more of the control of the situation and the output mm-hmm. of what's going on. And it's comforting. Yeah, for sure. um, the live element of things always sort of like challenges you as an individual. I know I saw a lot of people don't want to be on stage. So I learned a long time ago that if I'm on stage, and everybody's watching it's probably because they don't want to be on stage and would never go on stage so the more you overcome that fear the more you feel hmm. like fearless it's like an interesting sort of way of looking uh, at yeah. it that's an like, interesting dynamic because like me and you both have emceed and have run sound before yeah. and, and to played hundreds of shows i've not at least 50 plus or more and uh you know as well as i know like it's an experience every time but it, it's never like you you're like yeah i can do this like this is gonna be just no sweat there's always a little bit of human that human element that always kind of, of is course a fear yeah. anxiety of of being social but it seems like the more that you do that it's it's interesting i always see that sort of juxtaposed with self self-growth right so it seems like as you get older and as you perform more do you feel that because of that consistent challenging of yourself Helped you grow faster as an individual and as an artist. Do you, do you, do you feel that way? Do you feel that that has anything yeah, adds a lot to it? Definitely, for sure. As I've gotten older, thank God, I've gained a little bit more confidence in in who I am and um, what I'm doing. And I've it's just been great seeing all the support and stuff like that over the years. And that's really fueled being able to get on a stage and perform and know that I'm doing something that people do enjoy. And afterwards, connecting with them and just being a person 
and recognizing that they're just all people in the audience too. Yeah, it's it's definitely taken years, but it it does get easier. It Not does take years completely, it do, and it doesn't get completely easy. There's always yeah. the unease, but I it's like as me like for me personally, it's like once just like how you had the same experience where it's like everybody's just an individual and everybody's just trying to get treated as an individual. Yeah, there's there's sort of like a feel. Actually, it creates at least for me, it creates less stress. Right, because like I allow myself to make the mistakes because I'm human, and so are they. And so to kind yeah. of try to create some type of other narrative seems to be more of like feeding into that anxiety that would prevent yeah. you from doing it in the first place. So it seems yeah, like yeah, totally agree with that. You you over time overcoming that because I've seen you performing. Like I said, I've seen you perform for that awards. Like what was it the award ceremony for getting raised or the release? Was that the release? Uh, for that movie. I think that was, yeah, one of the premieres. Yeah. You know, that's that's you in front of a lot of people who heard that song during a pivotal moment in the film. And so I'm sure that was a very nerve wracking, right? But it's all that hard work and all the mistakes made years prior. There's the only way that yeah. you'd be able to get into that position. Yeah, for to sure. Do that. And um, people just vibe with honesty, you know, really accepting just this is what I do. And if I'm going to make a mistake, I'm going to make a mistake. That's and it. I think people are very forgiving of that if you're just honest about it. And well, again, of course they're forgiving because they wouldn't go on stage. Yeah, true. That's 100% Very what true. it comes down to for any musician yeah. out there. Like, all right, you, I, I give more props to the guy that's screwing up the whole night but is, like, very much still into it and isn't sort of succumbing to the to a possibility yeah. of negativity, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And then it creates a negative energy. So yeah. for the listener out there, especially for those who are listening this far, Aly- Alyssa Garcia, go listen to her music. Uh, insightful. I would say the lyrics are, are incredible. I mean, for singer-songwriter, for the topics you speak about can really relate to individuals, especially on the human side of things, an emotional side of things, a passionate side of things, especially for motivating people to get through hard times. And so uh, we appreciate everything that you do. I can't plug you enough, so I'm gonna try to at some oh. point to try to get you on board Thank again. Thank you so much. Just because people got to hear you, people got to got to hear. So I'm a shameless plug uh, round, guys. Before we close up here, let you guys know over here, the fans over here at the Tonal Shift. Let's let you know that uh, if you want to keep in touch with us, we're rolling out a round guys radio email list um, through which uh, new members can now receive special ordering code for round guys brewery roundguysbrewery.com, where you can order tasty new food like wings and burgers. Like, who doesn't like mm-hmm. wings and burgers? I don't know. They need to get advertised. Oh, sure. I mean, wings and burgers, guys. Let's be real here. Uh, and your favorite beer and growlers, uh, four packs and even kegs, which is awesome for a party. Um, I know they got the Gimme Seltzer, sort of like Gimme Shelter. Uh, uh-huh. I actually love that Rolling Stone song. That's one of my first, like, favorite Rolling Stone songs. And this is one of my first favorite seltzers as well. So uh, I'm not normally a fan, but uh, it's, it's just not that, sh- you know, it's just, this one isn't that sugary. It's not that clovey, so it's a nice deep flavor. It's always got a nice lingering aftertaste. So if you want to give it a try, uh, like I say, you sign up, if you sign up, there's a special discount for joining our mailing list. So check it out. Go to roundguysbrewery.com slash roundguysradio and uh, become a listener today. We really appreciate it. Um, we hope that you, you learned something new today, uh, be it about music, learn a new artist today, um, or learn just anything in general. We, we want you to learn something new here and then always uh, support your local artist. Give them a listen. Support Round Guys. Support the underground. Become a listener. That way you can get access to more amazing artists like Alyssa Garcia like we have today. So I want to thank my guests for being on. Thank you once thank again. Thank you for so much for having me. It this was is awesome. absolute pleasure. And, uh, of course, I'll be letting you know when this goes up. So, yeah, sure. like I said, thanks for coming on the show. And, everybody, thanks for watching. Have a good one. All right. Damn, Steve. Good job, man. Great episode. I love that. Alyssa's such a talent. So glad he had her on. Wow, what an amazing talent. 
hey, this episode is actually going to be up. The video of it, you can find on YouTube or on our Facebook page. We'll, we'll have clips on Facebook.com slash RoundGuysRadio. Sign up to our mailing list, RoundGuysBrewery.com slash RGR, where you'll receive a first-round discount on any item you're going to purchase through the Round Guys Brewery store. And you'll also be in line for hearing updates, being updated whenever we have a new episode coming out. You can subscribe to the show on Apple, on Google, on Spotify, Amazon, Stitcher, you name it. You can find us out there. And lastly, definitely give us a shout-out. Shout-out if you like what we're doing and make this a better show, improve in any way. We really work hard on this. And honestly, we're not really getting paid too much to do this. We're trying to build this show ground up, build a network ground up. And we really appreciate all of your support. We want to make this for you guys. So please, please definitely give us a heads up. And with that, I am out. Thank you again, friends. It's Bill from Round Guys Radio. And on behalf of everyone, including Steve, thank you. Life sends names to heart.